Are you ready to listen to a podcast? podcast. Here comes the Playhouse Podcast. Thanks to Bradshaw and Brian Law Offices. Find, subscribe, and listen. Headline was Friday's News Dump, which obviously the pun was intended. Caught your attention. And Putin pooped his pants again, which I find if I had a leader like that, if I had a boss that was doing stuff like that all the time, that would be really hard. That's fine. But I don't know if he is going to have a lot of credibility with the people that still support him. You know, well, they, but you got to understand it's a rule by fear. You thing. have to. Yeah. Him. I mean, they'll I fall. people in, in Russia are going to fall in line because this guy determines whether or not they're going to be able to continue to live a, a, a lifestyle that is, you know, human. Have you ever had a boss that it was hard to follow them? Yeah. Can I tell you about Stinky Seeger? I would love to hear about Stinky Seeger. And then I got to tell you about I got to think of a clever name for this guy. Then I had a boss on the radio who uh, the guy was probably 6'4 or 6'5, pushing pushing probably 400 pounds. I mean, he was a giant man. Yeah. Like, he was a big dude. And he was, uh, he'd come into the radio station that I was doing nights at to kind of be the program director to overlook all of it, right? Yeah. And this is a guy that had been, he had done Big time radio earlier in his career, like Dallas, like L.A., like New York. He had been. That's all they talk about, two radio guys. Like it was the curtain. Right. It was years of cocaine and jets and concerts. And he was he was such a decorated radio veteran. Yeah. But now I don't. Unlike Kat, I don't have any problem with redheads. But do you know how? A redhead's complexion is really like milky, whitey, kind of. And then see the veins yeah, a little bit. Yeah, you got some yep. of the freckles and stuff like that. <laughs> well, this guy was a, a redhead, but he had the world's worst wig. Okay. Not a toupee, a full on wig that made him look like he had like 1980s hair. So a redhead that no longer has red hair chose to get a red wig? Brown oh, wig. Oh, okay. <laughs> but it didn't match his complexion because it was a brown wig. Yeah. And the man had entered into his 60s and still had that, like, 25-year-old haircut brown sure. wig. Now, this guy was getting older, not healthy, out of shape. Yeah. We had one floor of a radio station. All of the rooms were on one floor. You didn't even have to step up to get in the front door of the radio station. And this man sweat so much we could grow rice. He was sweating all the time. What, just overactive pituitary glands? Just out of shape. Like just really, really unfit and unhealthy. And I think the years of cocaine and uh, poor choices... Up Physically, it probably never worked out a day in his life, but he would, but here was the worst. The sweat would come streaming down the side of his head from underneath the wig. Oh no. Because it's like wearing a hat all the time, yeah. right? He could, his head couldn't breathe and he would always, and then what it would do is it pool along, he would wear a collared shirt yeah. and it would pool along the, so he'd have oh. these uh, brown rings <laughs> around the collar of his shirt. Yeah. But, God. Just probably gag a little bit talking about I am there. In the summer, though, he would wear the, um, what, Tevas? Is that what they're, the the sandals? Tiva sandals? Yeah, right. Like, you see a lot of people at, like, a boat dock. With the Velcro. Right, right. Yeah. That's all he would wear. Full pants, 
full button-up shirt, yeah. but then the Teva sandals. And you know how redheads' feet look a little bit? Yes. Like, they're a little bit different. Yes. And he, it was the stink of the feet along with the sweat from under the wig. Oh, my God. And that's why you call him and Smelly Seeger? Stinky Seeger. Stinky, stinky. Seeger. And the, and it, that, that, by the way, I knew a couple of guys that had worked with him back in the day, yeah. like in the cocaine L.A. days. Mm. And his nickname behind the scenes was Stinky then, too. Really? Yeah. And, uh, mm. and now, and that was the guy that fired me, so that's why I'm throwing this out there. Okay. And uh, that was Stinky. Once again, started off life with a handicap, being a redhead. So can't fully fault him with that. Now. Mine is Pointer Peter. And I'll tell you why he's called Pointer Peter next. But I want to know. I think know. I know. <laughs> uh, much like Putin pooping his pants again, he has people that he leads. And that would be really difficult for me to see somebody. And it, whether he's sick or not, did you have to follow your boss a leader? And it was really tough for you to do. I saw the headline the other day. Uh, did poop Putin poop his pants again? Yeah. And I know that, like, listen, the inhumane acts of war that this guy has decided to spread. We, we all know that he's kind of circling the drain. He's got, I think, advanced Parkinson's and I've read reports that he has three or four different types of cancer as yeah. well. Now they're saying more and more the incontinence is becoming a thing. Now, so I don't want to get like, uh, targeted by uh, the KGB or anything here. So this is Kat talking about Vladimir Putin pooping his pants, not me. I didn't make it up. It's on mm. the internet. But it would be hard for me as a Russian soldier to follow poopy pants. That would just be <laughs> something that I would have a hang up for. And I'd be like, oh, God, I got to do what he says. Duty. duty. <laughs> it's my duty. It's my duty. <laughs> so I want to know, have you ever had a boss that it was really hard to follow them because they were like, uh, say, do what I say, not as I do type yeah. of person or... They just created a horrible environment. If you've ever had a boss that's lazier than you or has a skill set less qualified than you, it's very difficult to listen to him. Yeah. So at my previous job, I'm going to call him Pointer Peter because he would just point all the time. He would tell you where to go. He'd use his fingers like like a hardcore teacher still. You know, he'd always point. And I remember one day we, our car bumpers met and there was an open spot okay but then right behind me was she was so pregnant she was like almost 12 months pregnant I I feel like she was pregnant for a year her name was Becky and I signaled for her to go around me because I could go park far a little longer yeah. sure and we were at an event and he takes the parking spot even though I mouth to him Becky's coming around and he takes the spot I go park by her. I walk with her, make sure water doesn't break. And then he makes this rule. I got to where I worked um, 18 years ago, right when they started telling you you couldn't smoke in the studios. Oh, okay. And when she was pregnant, they instilled this rule. She gets affected by the cigarette smoke. He would smoke all over the building. Didn't even matter. So it was like, you can't smoke in here, but the I The rules were for everyone here. but me. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Elaine texted my old boss. We call her Crazy Crystal. She would hot box in her car every hour for 20 <laughs> minutes. So work 60, <laughs> off for 20. And then she'd come inside, bark orders. And we actually think she slept in the office every single night. So that would be really hard to work for Crazy Crystal. I had one guy when I was a junior in college. So I would have been, what, 20 then? 21. And he was 
15 and he was the boss's son at this place I was working. Yeah. And he would come in and bark orders to everybody. Oh, man. And I, it, it's very difficult to take orders from a 15-year-old yeah. when you're 21. And I'm like, I had been to the point where I was like, well, I'm not going to work retail. That's not what I'm going to do. I'm going to college so I can have a career and I can I can get into this. I was still pre-law at the time. Uh-huh. So I, in my mind, I was like already a lawyer. Yeah. And I'm like, how am I going to, how is this kid coming in here telling me what to do? Those were days where like, if I didn't have rent and a car payment and knowingly a hundred thousand dollars worth of student loans coming down the tube, I would have probably pummeled this kid. You would have told him where to go. No, I would have been physical. He was just a little douchebag. Stinky Seeger, Poopy Putin, Pointer Peter and Crazy Crazy Crystal. Crystal. Love him. I think you rule at this. I think you rule at taking something. And normalizing it. Oh, okay. that's that's otherwise abnormal. So, for instance, like uh, splitting the check on dates is okay. not really normal. But there's this big list of things that people want to make normal in our culture. I do want to tell you that I've had probably over a dozen people try the V steam, and that was after I mentioned it. And normalize they they, the V steam. Yeah, normalize steam in the V, and it was. <laughs> It was, it's so refreshing. I can't even tell you. What would be the one thing other than that, that you would hope to normalize in your life? I would hope to normalize getting a little taste at restaurants. Like a I, sample. as I've gotten older, I'm less happy with my choices that I make. I make them on a whim. I make them because I feel uh, trapped into a corner. So I quickly just order something. I would like to say, can I have a little taste? Like when you're at the deli, can I have a little taste? Yeah. Please? Yeah. I'd like that. They do it at breweries. Yeah. And I'd like to normalize splitting meals with people. Like I, my if wife you and I get do one so often. Now. Oh my God. I, I would love for Derek to be on board with that. He never will do that. Liam will. Derek never will. I find that I'm not ever hungry enough to eat one full platter or like one full meal. Yeah. But if we split like two appetizers, that's enough. Yeah. Or she orders a sandwich and you order a wrap and then you cut her sandwich in half, your wrap and then swap. That's what I'm talking about. I want to normalize the four day week. Okay. The four day work week. It can happen. And I don't even care if you got to work a couple extra hours each day. But think about how much better our lives would be if you had three days to decompress. You had every Friday off or every Monday off? Friday. Friday? I'm ready for work on Monday. Okay. I'm ready to be done with work Thursday afternoon. Yeah. I'm th- think about that. I mean, especially when summer rolls around and you got activities, you want to be outside, you want to be do whatever. Think about that. When you got great days, not today. I don't mind going to work today. Today sucks. There's nothing to do outside. You know, where we live, I would say take Mondays off because our schedule, we could be done Friday afternoon, head up to the cabin. And you don't want to deal with that Sunday traffic. Yeah. So then if you get to leave on Monday because you didn't have work, that would be ideal. Other things that are making this list that people are chiming in about, changing careers midlife. Burnout is real. If you yeah. get into a career like straight out of college and maybe you work it for 20 years, that means you're 45. And people are scared to change careers, you know, when you hit midlife. I mean, I would be terrified. I don't even know what I'm going to do when our show is done. What do I do? Do I get my own time slot and wow the crowd. What do I do? Mm. You know, I've reached that precipice. I don't know. Do I just get a drug dealer still a thing? Yep. Can you still do that? Yeah. I mean, I know that everything's getting legalized, but can you still make a good living dealing drugs? I'll I'll put you in contact. That's a scary spot to be in. Uh, The other one on the list here that I thought was really, uh, that that I think you've already mastered and you've even talked about it on the show is eating out alone. Yeah. I don't like, like doing that. 
But you've done it. You've gone to movies by yourself. You've gone well, to dinner by yourself. Movies and eating at a restaurant by yourself are two totally different things. Like, you could eat at a table at the airport by yourself. That's normal. But if I were to go to Applebee's and get a table by myself, I wouldn't feel comfortable. I, I would, I'd eat I would, at the bar. I, would, I wouldn't even do that. I would take it and put it in my car. I would eat it in my car by myself like a little squirrel. Like, I would. I, I, are you I, nervous about what people yeah, think? Yeah, Absolutely. I the get, king of who gives a you know that, what would that's, be that's nervous? Different. I don't. I don't care what people think about here. Uh, I but I would absolutely feel judged by everyone, even if they didn't know who I was. If I go into a restaurant and eat by myself, yeah. never, never. It will be the coldest, darkest day on the planet before I walk into a restaurant and just sit there and eat by myself. And more power to you if you can do this. I can't. Going to a movie alone is just fine. You're in the dark. Who cares? I will go to a gas station and get a piece of leftover pizza that's been sitting on that rack for six weeks before I would go into a restaurant, that's sit so down, sad. grab a glass of water, or maybe even a beer by myself and wait for food to get delivered for 40 minutes. No. Can I set the tone? Um, I don't know why it took my brother almost a half a decade to get us this gift, but on Thanksgiving, I host Thanksgiving and Christmas every single year. And like a couple of years ago, I was telling him, uh, reminding him about what happened at our previous home where I left that glass dish on top of our. Yeah, and it exploded. Yes. It heated up. I didn't even realize that I had one of the burners on. Thank God I had just walked out of the room and Liam was downstairs, but it caught on fire. It exploded. Glass rained down and then there were flames and I didn't really know what to do. I like smothered it with flour. I had read that somewhere, which yeah, you you're not use, uh, supposed baking, to because that baking could soda ignite it. Use, yeah. Baking soda. Yeah. It'll mm. stuff out the oxygen. Is it really? Yeah. I don't know if you're right about that, but... Um, what he did on Thanksgiving, he brought two mini fire extinguishers and he put one downstairs in our laundry room and then one underneath our kitchen sink. And I'm like, I didn't even know. I'm sure I did in the back of my head know that we needed one, but I didn't know we needed one. I've got one. one in the furnace room, one at the bar downstairs, one under our kitchen sink, one in the garage. Okay. I've already had a garage fire, so I'm a yeah. little bit uh, triggery on when edge. it comes to the fire. Yeah. And then I have two at the cabin and one on the pontoon. I actually got one two on the jet ski, too. Really cool items for Christmas, and I didn't know I needed them. I got the XREXS. I don't know how you pronounce it, but it's like one of those handheld vacuums for your car. Oh. And it looks like a. Yep. yep. <laughs> so it's like that. Yep. <laughs> it's like that shape. Okay. And then you can just suck whatever. And you could go into your like cup holders and get any crumbs that are in there, your That's side important. door wells, um, any crumbs that are on your chair of your or seat of your car. I didn't even realize I needed it. It's so powerful. That. And then all you have to do when you go like gas up, you just undo the canister and then dump it in the trash. It is so Awesome. If I see somebody I using one of those, I'm going to mock them. Are you really? I am. I'm going to laugh at you. Well, they'll laugh at your dirty car, so it That's doesn't fine. matter. But then I also got, and I know you guys have had one for a while. I just never used my own money for it, but an electric wine opener. And, oh, uh, kind of a game changer. <laughs> I know that it doesn't take much to do this with my wrist, yeah. but, you know, I have this like little uh, Bible bump right here. Still got and that, I huh? think I, I think it's like wrapped around a tenant because I'm starting to lose feeling in this part of my hand. So it's nice to have that. Kelsey oh, actually texted, I love my multi-purpose hand blender. I froth for my coffee. I made soup yesterday. Kelsey, oh I've always wanted one of those too. So what item did you not know you needed? Air compressor. 
an air compressor. Yeah, uh, yeah, we have one too. Like, uh, but a a big one. So number you can uh, get air up all the tires, but then like yeah. blow out water lines, and now I have a nailer. And so like it, having an air compressor, I wish I had spent two hundred dollars on one of those sooner. If you that's a big deal. Blow out your uh, vacuum, like your vent or whatever. Yeah, I, I mean it sucks up more than you could ever imagine. So. Those things are invaluable, too. What is something you've got recently? This is probably like those Amazon finds that, you know, that you see the the, the post for it every once in a while. Yeah. Things you didn't need or thought you needed. Until what's, you got it. What's yours? You uh, So Kat finally has a fire extinguisher. She I would really say know my she... face steamer. I get crazy comments every time I post about uh, using that. They're like, where'd you get that? What the does Amazon. that do for you? Um, Makes me look like this. Hi, Melissa. How are you today? I am doing great. How about yourself? Good. Thanks for coming on the show. We were talking just a couple seconds ago. Kat got uh, a couple of fire extinguishers for Christmas, not knowing that she really needed them. And we started kind of talking about things that you, you really didn't need until you got it. And you were like, this is a game changer. So, uh, Kat, the uh, wine, the electronic wine opener. I love that. I love my handheld vacuum for my car. What's your item? A stick vacuum. A stick oh, vacuum. Like a Dyson? No, the cheaper version. Uh, the uh, shark? See, mine is a shark. Yeah, yeah. we got oh, the shark okay. too, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I got so- the Dyson for my mother-in-law, and it is incredible. So it charges in like yeah. no time flat, and then you could do about 15 minutes of vacuuming, stairs, super easy, entryways. So I love my stick vacuum too. So, Melissa, you want another reason to hate me? Sure. Yeah. My, Add to your like, list. Like you need one. So <laughs> <As> my, <if. laughs> my, my wife and I were sitting around the fire. This is like maybe two summers ago, right? And she's she's always, I don't know why, but when we sit there, we'll have like a glass of wine or a beer. But if it's just the two of us sitting around our fire in our backyard, we make stupid Amazon purchases. That's our thing. It's she'll like a be, wealthy person she'll thing. She'll be on her phone. She'll be like, do you think we should buy this? And I'd be like, we don't need it. So so this is our stick vacuum conversation. And she goes, because we had, uh, our house was about 15 years old when we bought it. And we have a central vac. Yeah. And it's it's not bad. Mm-hmm. It's cool. But the bags are stupid to change out in the garage. And it's just, you got to lug that big hose around and stuff like that. She's like, I want a stick vac. I'm like, all right, buy one. So she orders the shark, right? And she, as she's mm-hmm. kind of ordering it, she had been texting with her mom and her mom goes, oh, hey, I have a Kohl's uh, gift card because Kohl's always have like amazing uh, coupons and stuff like that. Right. Yeah. So my wife right. uses her coupon and another friend had texted her. I got a coupon, too. So we end up she getting doubled up on her Kohl's cash. So, yeah, something like that. So this is or, or my wife was lying to me <laughs> to try and make lied. me think that we're getting a cheap. Now that I'm saying it out loud, I realize what's happening. A fool here. can't get fooled again. I do it all the time. So she orders it from Kohl's. Now, we got two in the mail the same day. And as I'm pulling these off our front porch, I'm wigging out. Trish, why did you buy? You don't need two of these. Why'd you buy two? She goes, I didn't buy two. She goes back into the account. Looks, they accidentally shipped us two. Moral moral dilemma, right? She's like, let's keep one at the the cabin and we'll keep one here. I go, you can't keep one. Give it to like a shelter for them to use. Do not gaslight me like that. I can't believe that. Horrible. They could have used that. I said, the right thing to do is we contact Coles. We say, you sent us two. What do you want us to do? Mm -hmm. And the lady of customer service said, don't bother sending it back. Thank you for shopping with us. So we got two for the price of one, baby. Oh, wow. Wow. Well, at least, you know, you were honest and you called. And- Melissa, do you believe yeah. that? I don't believe they called. No. No. Stop. Stop. <laughs> Both of you. No, right. I don't believe Have that. a great day, Melissa. Are you watching the news at all? I know we're doing a show. 
but like I keep I'm watching the news. I see the traffic. There's a, a segment that they keep doing where they have two cops that are being honored and recognized today for helping a woman give birth. And she looks so uncomfortable next to the man that was staring right <laughs> where the baby hoop. was coming out. I'd be like, uh, thank you so much. I appreciate it. Maybe I'll give him your first name as a middle name, but I don't want to run into you again. Would you feel committed? Like you have to name part of your baby after the cop that delivered your baby in the I middle know. of a snowstorm? Like I was so out of it, but I was there like like a... Like a stuffed chicken. You know when you make a turkey and you got to break the spine? That's what I looked like when you lay there about to get a C-section. And then you glance down and there are like nine people at your feet. And they're seeing everything. Nothing is covered up. But you don't care, obviously. They're medical professionals. But like how many times have I run into them? And I don't know it. At the grocery store. You know what I mean? Just that part of you? I, I think about that sometimes. That's a mess. The question is, like every other day, what is now the worst? I feel like this segment really does paint me as a pessimist, but I'm not. I just find something almost daily that is the worst. You ready? Yeah. All right. When your child goes out to get some fresh air during a snowstorm, and as they come inside, you remind them to watch the garage door completely shut (laughs) because sometimes snow can obstruct the laser, right? And not allow it to shut completely. Cut two, three hours later when you go to get your purse in your car and it has covered two brand new golf sets, my baseball wagon, one pair of rollerblades and two pair of brand new sneakers. And so for that, I say it's the worst. Do you agree? Yes. Thank you. Now, what you need to do, Kat, and I'm sure you have this since you have a newer home. I can help you with this. Does your garage door opener have Wi-Fi capabilities? Is it locked? Can you get an app for it? I don't want an app. I want a capable child. Okay. I I don't want an app. I have three. What I thought were capable children, none of them are. Yeah. The app, I have mine set every single hour of the day. My garage door opener will go down Mm -hmm. if it's up. Okay. Great. So I don't have that right now. My kids are only half the worst. <laughs> well, I have a whole child that is the worst. Thank you for finally finishing <laughs> that sentence. After I saw the TikTok trend of lighting your hands on fire with hand sanitizer. Who are these right? people? So you put a whole bunch of hand sanitizer on your hand, you, boom, you light them, and then you put it out, right? Fine, stupid, dumb. That would be the we best case scenario. Then I ran across this list of things. That could actually start on fire in your home, and you may not have known it. Okay. Keep these things away from a uh, candle, uh, lighters of any kind. <sighs> you know what I'm kind of nervous about right now, and Derek has to make a phone call today, is that when I went to turn on my oven last night to cook the rest of our tortellini, I heard tick, 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 like it was trying to light it. Yeah. And then so I smelled the gas. Pilot's out, yeah. Really? Yeah. How do I get my pilot back in? You got to get uh, <laughs> you got to get somebody in there to do it. Really? Yeah. Ugh. These things, and I, guys, uh, first off, I'm not a pyromaniac, but I did do the experiment on one of these as it was snowing last night. Okay. I've done this, this one for sure. So hand sanitizer, obviously, will light. Shoe polish, do you know that? No. So uh, now, now I remember growing up, uh, the smell is so deep in my sinuses right now of my old man having to polish up any of his dress uh, uniform or uh, yeah, uniforms, I guess, for the military. Uh, but then the boots, too, like when he was active, 
the boots and the amount of shoe polish you put on army boots was insane. So that stuff, very, very flammable. Yeah. Okay. Good to know. Mothballs. Sure. If grandma or grandpa have them, if you use them in your closet, very flammable. Heads up, they will take down your house. Okay. Silly string and birthday candles, if they get a, close oh, to each other, good. they light immediately. Sorry about your eyebrows. Okay. Tide pods, not the most flammable, but if you're in the laundry room lighting your bong away from your parents, be on the lookout. They will light on fire. I feel like some of these people need to learn that lesson. Flower, like you mentioned, will go up in the weirdest way. It's like a flash. Oh, I was going to ways to smother a fire. You want to put baking soda on it. We'll see. If you have a stove fire, by the way, uh, that's salt on a fire, not flour, will be the best method to put out the fire. Then this is the one I tried last night, and it works, and it is dangerous. Ping pong balls. Ping pong balls are flammable? They light on fire. They, boom, they light and explode. Okay. Keep ping pong balls away from flames. So those are the things that I wanted to touch on. Make sure you keep these away. Hand sanitizer, shoe polish, ping pong balls, uh, moth balls, silly string, Tide Pods, and flour. So when it comes to things starting on fire, did you ever figure out what happened to your car? I remember yeah. to set the the evening, I was doing a gig at a restaurant, and somebody that was there said, hey, Kat, JJ's house is on fire. And I said, how do you know that? They said, our neighbor is watching yeah. everything go down. So I what happened? Home, oh, I, I, was doing, uh, I was doing like a Halloween party because it was my birthday, October 22nd. I get home and I had only owned this car for maybe three weeks. Okay. And what had happened is there was a small oil leak in the motor mm-hmm. and somehow that ignited. It must have hit the manifold or something that was really, really hot on the car and sparked real quick, hit the rest of the oil, and then started my... So I backed my car into my garage, and all of a sudden, I can smell that something's burning. I thought my wife was burning my birthday cake. Yeah. And I go out there, and my car is on fire. Our garage is on fire. Crazy. And I run over to my neighbor Ryan's place, and he had a... He got this hose and a fire extinguisher, but we weren't able to put it out. We were able to keep it at bay a little bit enough so that when the fire department showed up, the fire never got to our house. It just burned a lot of stuff in our garage. Yeah. But it was super scary. That would be scary. I mean, it, it, it can turn south so fast, fire spreads so fast, and your child was kind of traumatized. Peyton was traumatized yeah, for yeah. a long Both, time. All the kids were, because my, my wife gets them, she runs them down the street to the neighbors. We want them as far away as possible. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it was a trip, man. It was it was hard. It was it was tough to sleep for a long time before. And I'm, I'm very conscious about everything right now. My wife loves lighting candles at home and even the Christmas lights. I was unplugging everything yeah. all the time. And it's not okay for me to just even turn it off. Like I'm unplugging stuff. I want to hear house fire stories because everybody has their own. I mean, if I wasn't there right away to smother that fire in my kitchen, I mean, our whole house could have gone up in flames. Hey, Brad, I appreciate you calling right away, man. What was going on here? So growing up, our house always had an electric stove and the bottom shelf was used for storage. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah pots. So I moved in with my, well, now wife, and she had a gas stove. And I ended up throwing the oven mitts underneath where the pilot light was and almost oh, caught the house on fire. Oh, my, oh my God. God. And it went all, all up the side of the walls. And 
Yeah, luckily we got it caught quick, and we were able to put it out with a fire extinguisher. Yeah, you're lucky. I'm not allowed in the kitchen anymore. I'm still grounded. <laughs> that it. was five years ago. Yeah. Wow. That's, you don't think about that if you have an electric stove. That that warmer spot, it's a warmer spot. It actually will Nobody keep Nobody really warm. knows that. Like, you don't keep your sheet keeps... pans down there. That's a warmer for, like, buns. If you have a wooden drawer... That's where you put your stuff. Yeah. But if you have a drawer that's metal underneath your stove, yeah, that's made to keep things warm. I'm saying this right now, but if you go to my house, that's where all my sheet pans are. You're a mess. (laughs) There is a new strain of the Omicron variant, and it's spreading throughout the U.S. and Canada. Very little is known about it, but the nickname is getting attention. It's called the... Release the Kraken. The Kraken. (laughs) Someone is having fun now with this whole infection situation. I mean, it's like, until we gotta... somebody dies from it. Right. But. Exactly. They're calling it the Kraken? Yeah. Well, come on. Oh, my God. All right, so a new study shows that in 2021, as pot became more legal, over 3,000 young kids accidentally ate marijuana products. They can get into things, and you can't really rationalize with them, hey, you shouldn't get into this. This might be dangerous to you. They think it looks like candy, and they want to eat it. Uh, gummies are delicious. They are. Who doesn't love a gummy? And all of a sudden, next thing you know... Your kid could be overdosing. I can see through my hand. Bringing it to school, you will get in trouble. Do you want that drama? You got to lock it up like you do your uh, pharmaceuticals. You you truly do. I mean, these kids are going to have, they're going to be like, oh my God, a chocolate bar. I love this. They're going to down it and then you're going to be in big trouble. So I don't have a problem with people ingesting marijuana products. I don't care. Are you paying your bills? Are your kids clean and fed? And is your product away from your kids? Those three, you're golden. So don't worry about it. ABC News Chief Medical Correspondent Dr. Jen Ashton is uh, using a very unique method for dry skin. No kidding. I go through the grocery store and I pull out the olive oil, the coconut oil, coconut oil, oil the yeah. sunflower oil, head to toe. You put the head to toe? Head coconut to oil toe. definitely wow. works. Hair, face, body. Wait, in your hair too? You better believe it. You better, you better believe it. I love what? when people say that. You better believe it. I don't know. I do the cooking oil. Coconut oil for the hair, I've heard about. I did pick some up for my hair, but I don't know if I do vegetable oil or other cooking oils. You smell like a french fry all the time. You you would. You better believe it. All right. So would you like to hear the theory of why men decide to get married? Some people are like, why is he ready now? But he wasn't ready for me Five years ago, here's the answer. When a man decides that he is financially and emotionally ready for marriage and ready to settle down and ready to start a family, he takes a way different approach to dating. That part in his brain of like, oh, there's another girl out there shuts off because now his focus is on marriage. It's not in finding the next best thing. I think this is the same with women. You just start thinking this way sooner, right? Um, you know, every single situation a woman gets into, I would I would say overall, I'm speaking for most women, that you look at this person as somebody that you could potentially marry. Not that there would be more out there. It's the same. You just start sooner. You just start looking for a lifelong mate, I think, sooner than guys do. Yeah, for sure. It's the same thing. You can't downplay a dude for deciding, hey, I think I'd like to find my mate now instead of just dating. And you can't get down on yourself when someone who you thought was husband material marries somebody else because they just wouldn't have been able to give you what you needed at that well, time. Sometimes you just got to look at the person you're with, too, and be like, you are so lucky you finally landed me. Did you teach Derek to do that? <laughs> he literally says that all the time. You are so lucky, girl. Do you know how lucky you are?
Let's begin now. Hey, let's get after it. Welcome to a Wild Wednesday. It's a short week stuff. Tosses me for a second, and then I'm like, yeah, Friday's right around the corner. Welcome in. You got Kat and JJ in the Playhouse. Feeling better today? Uh, yeah, I am. Did some NyQuil action last night. Oh, some little good sleep. So I might, uh, might say some stuff I don't mean today. <laughs> like Or <normal>? do I? <laughs> or do I? It was a nice day. It was like super comfy, cozy, caught up on Wednesday. Liam and I watched Wednesday a little bit, and then he went out into the snow, and it got a little hairy, so I was like, come on inside. Derek's like, let him be a boy, but it was like getting kind of dangerous, you know? It wasn't dangerous out there. What was he he going to do outside that was dangerous? I don't know. I wasn't watching him, so I don't know if something was going to happen, pass out, the wind gets to his face, his skin falls off, and so, uh, yeah, he just came inside, read a book. I made some tortellini, spinach, Alfredo slash red sauce meatball dish. It was really good. And then ordered our HelloFresh that you got us oh, right for on. Christmas. So that was good. That was my night. I got into a workout yesterday. So I left here, got into I had to go buy a parking pass. God. Again. Oh, my God. I got a text yeah, here. Uh, All right. Thank I, you. I went and, and got that done. And I don't. Again, I love my job. I'm thankful for my job. I really do. I love being able to be here with with you guys every morning. But when I all I know is that when I celebrated my last anniversary, I did the monkey math in my head, and I've paid over ten thousand dollars just to park at work since I've started this job. Yeah, and then to go that's buy why I don't do par- math. Go uh, buy another parking pass. It just killed. The lady looked at me. She goes, "You all right?" I go, "I can't. I can't do. I can't pay to park anymore." She goes, "Well, you can always just feed the meter." I go, "I can't do that either." That's I just, paying to park. What is she talking about? Yeah, there's you just can no go way. into the free ramp. Well, or, or park down by Cathedral. But then there's days like today. Then you gotta walk. Oh, yeah, yep. yeah, walk through the snow like this. And I'm like, ah, piss on it. So I bought the pass, anyways. But you I know, got into a workout yesterday. Yeah. Where, like, you ever had a spot where you just you kind of woke up and you were out of body? Yes. You know what I mean? I had. I was so dialed in yesterday. Like, so focused uh-huh. that I realized all of this stuff is going on around me. I had zero recollection of any of it. Really? I couldn't have told you what anyone around me looked like, what anyone was doing on any other machines. I was just so dialed in. Sounds like a scene from Deadpool. Felt you good. know, every, the world is exploding and he could just be sitting there listening to the music. Yeah. yeah. It was kind of like that. Uh, went home, uh, blew out the uh, the driveway. My, my development still hasn't even come close to being touched. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, got my neighbor. She, uh, she lost her husband I a know. few months ago. So I got got hers plowed out and um and it was just like and then <laughs> some guy i'm going to bed last night some dude hits our cul-de-sac in like a, a work van yeah couldn't get out 45 minutes of that action oh my god you didn't go help it was a bunch of other neighbors already out there we had a text come in and um, it was an issue that I took to because when a woman is doing um, her part and a guy is doing his part, there's harmony in a relationship, but you can't be putting somebody down. And when Caitlin got a hold of us, I'm like, you have to come on and share your story. Yeah. So can you explain kind of what's going on? So everybody hears the same thing here, Caitlin. So I work from home and my husband has basically been giving me a pretty hard time about it. Okay. Because you're working from home, like you're doing your job and it's a, still a career yeah, and everything. Remote. Ever since, yeah, ever remote. Ever since um, COVID happened, I do marketing and I do that from home. And he's not having it. Like he's been kind of belittling me to the point of making fun of me in front of our friends as well. Oh my god, that is not right. Oh. 
That's not a partner. Like, yeah, I mean, it's so great. I get my other bills paid. Everything yeah. is clean. I have so much time, like, so much time management. I can work out, work on myself. I'm able to, like, be in a safe space, so I feel like I can work on more projects at work, so I'm getting a lot more done. And yeah. I feel, like, a little more efficient. I don't have to deal with commute, traffic, none of that. Sure. You don't so have to explain I, I yourself like, to us. Like, I don't know why you even yeah. have to explain it to him. That's crazy. Yeah, and I feel like raising the kids is easier now. Like, they're there. The, my, their mom is here, you know? So the other night, I was really disrespected because we had friends over, and he put my air quote in air quotes "works from home." Like no, oh, that's about. a killer. That is that's very yeah. rude. I'm tired of dealing with it, and I just feel like I'm doing my job. Like I'm basically doing the exact same thing, but it's just more efficient now. Yeah. So uh, does he feel like your money is fake money? I'm not understanding. Uh, like if you're all. bringing in money, just say my paychecks have not changed and um, this is not a fake job. I, I guess so. <laughs> has he always treated you like this? Because that's not right. No. I mean, he, he was saying that like, like he acts like his just because he works a nine to five and actually has to leave the house. Yeah. Like considered a real job. All right. I'm interested to see what our listeners think about this because I can guarantee that more than one person listening has kind of been through this, or at least they've got, you know, like a, at least some pretty decent advice to throw up at you. So uh, I'm going to do this. I'm going to put you on hold and you'll hear kind of everybody that's calling in, okay? Okay. Thanks, guys. As the years come to an end, we are inundated with year end lists, whether it's the biggest hit, the biggest movie, whatever it is. This is one, though, that I'd like to pay a couple of seconds of attention to, Kat, because I think you'll find this. Well, without having the parts, I think a lot of ladies don't really realize having a man part is dangerous work. In every what day, way? Every day, you're in danger of hurting yourself. And these are the funniest ways men injured their junk in 2022. All right, give me a couple. Without having the equipment, it's difficult for you to understand how something like this could happen. Yeah. But these following things sent men to the ER last year. Okay. Guy got caught in the zipper, still stuck in there when he showed up to the hospital. I get that one. Frank's and beans. Yep. We got I, a bleeder. I get that that could happen. You're in a hurry. You zip it up quickly. Boy, I'm, uh, I'm moving away from zippered pants so that I don't end up on a list like this. Yeah. A man accidentally ran straight into the tip of a mop handle. That so that's at waist level. All logic. It's at waist level. If you're mopping and you're in a hurry and she's going to be home in a couple of minutes and you're trying to clean up and next thing you know, it hits the wall as you're going forward. You ever done that with a vacuum? It, uh, it kind of sticks and you jab yourself in the belly with it. I guess. It happened with a mop handle. A dad... Got karate chopped in the groin by his kid. Uh, Had to go to yeah. the ER 10 days later because he was still hurting. Oh, man. Permanent you damage. You put your kids in karate because you want them to learn some discipline. You want them to learn kind of a sport. Hey, yeah. And he karate chops you right in the junk. Number two. Can you say it? Yeah, but this one is so scary. You know what a French press is? I for do. For coffee? guy was using a French press when it shattered and spilled hot coffee on his crotch okay. while he was standing there in his underwear. I thought it was going to go somewhere else. Can you imagine an entire pot of hot coffee yeah. straight to the junkular? That sounds so hot, though. It's like a Sex in the City episode where oh. he gets up and he's like, do you want some coffee? And then he goes <laughs> and makes the coffee and it just explodes. And the funniest way 
a man injured his privates last year. I feel like this was your husband. Was he? Did he can you? Did, did he go to the hospital last year for junk stuff? No, he did not. A man went to the ER after scrubbing himself too hard with a loofah. Oh man, this would be him. Yeah, yeah. He he has to get all the shame off. That's his shower. <laughs> his showers are like so long. The water is scalding hot, and he comes out and he just has like blotches of red all over him. I'm like, what happened? He's like, just what? I'm clean. But yeah, he's he's always been a hard showerer <laughs> his whole life. <laughs> 50% of us will do this every time our favorite sports team plays. Cat nailed it right away. It's uh, put on some swag, like wear a jersey, a hat, a t-shirt, something like that. And so we thought, all right, well, let's do this real quick. What is your favorite sport? What, By the way, what is your favorite sports team? My favorite sports team. It can be anything from little kid stuff to professional stuff. Okay, so then obviously anything Becker. Okay. Anything Becker. You got to pick one then. I'll do Becker basketball. All right. Okay. Uh, I'm obviously a huge Chicago Cubs fan, but my favorite text that came in was from Carrie, the co-ed community fourth through sixth grade soccer team I coached about eight years ago. They chose the name themselves, the Blue Balls. Yeah, they don't know. They don't know what they did. I think they do. Fourth I think grade. They, sixth grade. Fourth grade. Sixth graders, guarantee. Guarantee. I think they were just given a bag of blue balls and they were mm-hmm. like, hey, light bulb. There we go. That's all. No, no, no adult corrected them, by the way, or led them in a different direction. Adults laughed at it. And that's why they knew it was great. Um, As far as things I didn't know I needed, Ryan texted in. I didn't know that I needed an invitation to join the moped mofos. But after thinking about it, I realized I really don't need one. Uh, Ryan, you are correct. And Ryan, again, I'll read the response I sent you. And I'm so super serious about this. (laughs) If you're a member of a rival gang, that's not going to end well. I'm not threatening you, but I'm just saying <laughs> if you're a if you're if you're thinking you're going to start another moped gang or just uh, accidentally join ours, yeah, you know how you'll know they're coming, Ryan. You'll smell the Bengay, the icy hot, <laughs> the wind coming off the back of their moped. That's how you'll know. And then it's just already too late. Yeah, because your fate is already you're sealed. Done. If you decide to push up on us, that's on uh. you. Plans for today when your kid doesn't have any school whatsoever. Are you just going straight home after you get done with your stuff here and then just doing like a crockpot thing or what? I think so. I know that our HelloFresh will not be here by today because I just ordered it. So I think tonight we're going to do some pork chops and some roasted red potatoes. Will you grill out? Yeah. Heck yeah. We're Minnesotans. The thing is. Keep your grill in your garage though. Is that why? Yeah. Oh. Highway 10 is looking fantastic. I want to say I appreciate the efforts. Um, So if we can take that, I'd like to go to the gym and get him in the pool or shooting around. So it's kind of our plan. But I don't want to risk our life. So I have to. Will it even be open? Your guys' athletic center? Yeah. Rain or shine. So. I uh, might go. I get a little jelly of the people that have their grills in their garage right now because ours are on our deck. Which is just completely snow covered right now, and I got to get out there. But it's like having to go outside in this stuff to get your meat. Just got it. It's It's a a struggle. It's a straight. It is a struggle. Okay. So, did you read the story about the dude and his wife that were on the road trip, and then he she had to go to the bathroom. They stopped at the gas station. No. And he just took off. He forgot all about her. No. They stop at the rest stop. 
Okay. She had to walk 13 miles. This dude was over 100 miles away what? when he realized his wife wasn't in the car anymore. How does that even happen? Actually, okay, so on New Year's, we had a family join us. We had like a little sports family get together, and they arrived after a seven-hour trip from Wisconsin, and they looked like they were about to kill each other. Disheveled. And so they walk in, and I'm like, how was your trip? Because Derek and I, that's when we do all of our talking. We're great road trippers. We're good conversations. catch up, sure. And he goes... I don't think we said two words to each other. He just put his earbuds in and just stared out and she did the driving and really dealing with the kids in the back. So this 55 year old guy in Thailand, they're driving down the road. His wife says, I got to use the potty. Yeah. He pulls over to a rest stop. He thought as he used the rest stop and got back in the car that his wife was sleeping in the back seat, pulls away. He's, this is what he says, right? This is what he says. I don't buy it. Not for a minute. He starts driving. She, no money, no phone, no nothing. Oh, my God. She starts walking. She finally hits a police station 13 miles later. Now, let's just say she's a high-end athlete and can speed walk. You're still at about 15-minute miles, right? Yeah. Start doing the math on this. She's walking for several hours before she hits a cop shop. He doesn't realize that she's not in the backseat Till he's a hundred miles away. Nobody is that oblivious. Is that divorce over it? Yeah. Is that divorce? Do you call divorce at that point? I would uh, because you know there have been many times leading up to this point where he either ignored her or there's no way. There's no way that you don't glance. You ever been glance left back? Um, no. I got left at Sears. I was a little kid. <sighs> yeah, Joe Dirt style. I'm I, sure was, they wanted I was, to not. You're right. Find I was maybe again. like first or second grade. Yeah. And my little sister, uh, so Tanya is about four and a half years younger than I am. And I think it was mom and dad were dealing with a crying baby. Yeah. And I got left at uh, Sears in Burnsville. Okay. <laughs> I remember it. I, rem- I remember oh standing God. there. We're like, where are my mom and dad? Yeah. And the guy at the Sears counter is like, I don't know, man. They, they left. And you wonder why kids are on leashes. Like, I don't ever look at a parent with a kid on a leash and think anything different. I judge them. I just think you could do better. I don't judge Listen, you. No, your kid's he, crazy. Here's the excuse I didn't have is that I had one parent per, per kid. Yeah. There was my mom or dad could have easily stayed with me while the other one took care of the other crying child. But they decided that because she is such a pain in the ass that they both had to cater to her. <laughs> Like they did their whole lives, yeah. and I was the one out on my own island. Let it out. Just being right there, just letting it all <laughs> hang Break out. down there central. Radio paparazzi. Emily Ratajkowski, she has her own podcast. She had Bella Thorne on, and Bella Thorne told a story that really does shine the light on how um, disgusting, perverted Hollywood can be at the age of 10. This is what she found out. The casting director calls my agent, and my agent calls my mom, and they're like, so she's not moving forward because the director felt like she was flirting with him, and it made him really uncomfortable. Oh my God, you were 10? What are you talking about, man? Also, like... You're in a director session. You can't really like say or do much. You do the scene. Also, you say hello. You walk out. You, there's no time to like. Let me go sit on your lap or like make you feel uncomfortable. You just talking putting about it on man. a ten year old child and making it like they made an adult man uncomfortable is insane. Is so insane. Yuck. And I hope any parent that is going to introduce their child to that world 
never lets them out of their sight. And as a casting director and other people in Hollywood, you should allow the parents to be around in some capacity because you can protect yourself. It's a dirty world. Oh, it's gross. All right, Bob Saget's widow, Kelly Rizzo, she was on the Kelly Clarkson show just talking about, I can't believe we're one year out from his death already. You know, I'm doing okay, all things considered. Um, It is a journey. I've just completely been focused on gratitude and being grateful for the time that we had together versus being upset that we didn't have more time. What a beautiful thing to make people smile. It it makes me at peace with it. Yeah. Sounds like she's doing okay. Yeah, it sounds like she is going to be just fine. Okay, so new couple alert here. Oh, I'm not mad at this. TLC's Chili has a new man. You will know him. Matthew Lawrence from the Lawrence Brothers. How crazy is that? He's 42. She's 51. She's always liked him younger. Is Joey Lawrence's little brother? Yeah. Joey. Whoa. This is Matthew in the middle. He was on Mrs. Doubtfire. He was the son That's of Mrs. That Doubtfire. Kid. Yeah. That kid is shacking up with Chili? Yeah. So he has kids with Cheryl Burke from Dancing with the Stars. They just got divorced. And so now I think that they've been together for a while because now they're going public. You know, normally people would kind of lay low. He calls her Chili. I don't know. What's her real name? Is it Cheryl? Is it Cheryl? He's going from one Cheryl to another? Isn't her real name Cheryl? What's Chili's real first name? I hope it's something like Jennifer. <laughs> like, it has nothing. To, I thought Chili had to do with a C, though, right? Is it Christine? It is Rosanda. Nice I was close, one. yeah. God. Not even a Chili I would or much a rather Cheryl call, listen, in sight. Listen, when it gets hot and heavy, I'm going to call you Chili instead of Rosanda. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty hot. But, you know, she was an usher, and then he decided to spread his dirties all over the place. His herps, and yeah, now she get it. Thanks. Yeah, he had herpes. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> who knowingly has it and spreads it to people? That is, that's the worst. That's assault, don't you think? Like think, knowing that you have I think something. If you can prove that you have an STD and you purposely give it to someone else, I think it can be tried as assault. Absolutely, that should be. But anyway, new couple alert. That's very exciting. Blowing up the candles <laughs> today. We have Dita Carter. Did I shave my legs for this? Fifty-seven. And Patty Loveless, two country stars. She's turning sixty-six. The Playhouse Podcast is made possible thanks to Bradshaw and Brian Law Offices. Catch the live show weekdays from five thirty to nine on one zero four seven KCLD. Now share this with a friend.